Hey, all you Trek Live crew members, this is Trek Live Dan. Just wanted to say thank you for dropping by the podcast feed. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is recorded live first on our YouTube channel, so definitely um, stop on by to join the discussion. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Mic around here. All right, we are back uh, from a month hiatus. This is Trek Live episode 91. Um, 91. How you doing this morning, Bill? Doing really good. Happy to be back. Uh, feels like forever uh, ago that we did this last. It was like middle of May, I think. Yeah. Uh, but we both had vacations and uh, a lot of stuff going on. So other than like coming back for a week and then going away for another week and, and uh, have a mixed match of doing it and not, we just kind of took a little bit of time off, rebooted, uh, reset, and we feel – I think we both – I'm going to speak for you for a second, if that's okay. Feel really good to be back and feel yes. refreshed and excited feel to be great. back on board uh, <clears throat> with um, hopefully a summer full of cool live streams to come. Yes, so super excited to get back in the swing of things, talk about some Trek. That being mm-hmm. said, Bill, what's on the docket uh, this podcast? So today we're going to talk about, this is going to be hopefully like the first in maybe a little mini-series that we pop in and out of as we move forward with the show uh we're going to talk about how star trek is kind of connected to our personal lives uh which we we have kind of i think a lot of people have done in very basic ways uh you know like as you introduce yourself if you're starting a new show or if you're coming on to like a lot of a lot of podcasts obviously will, will ask somebody as a guest like hey what's your star trek story how do you you know, what kind of fan are you? How did you discover it? So I think we've all kind of covered things like that, but uh, we thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about how Star Trek connects to our our memories of like big events in our lives, big thing, big pivots, big you know, you know how how it actually you can. We're going to try to pinpoint things in our lives that Star Trek is connected to. Yep. Uh, and and it, it can be a lot of different things. You could do this in a lot of different ways, but we're definitely interested in hearing from each other but also hearing from everybody out there if you're in the chat and you want to share similar stories to kind of what we're talking about um you know how does star trek impact big things that happen to you uh is star trek connected to any memories that you have um in your personal life um so yeah I, did i sum it up this is kind of yeah, yeah. your baby you came up with it but yeah my uh, you did a perfect uh, job of explaining it. I think that um, we're definitely going to get a little bit personal on the show today. Um, you're yeah. going to find out a lot about uh, Bill and I and and, um, and how our lives have kind of been influenced and um, changed for the better, I guess, in Trek. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, anything that connects to our personal lives, uh, to me, is bigger than Trek. So, uh, hence the name. So, uh, yeah. should be fun. Um, yeah. I'm excited to start this. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm hoping that we're doing this. You know, our plan is to do this for many years and keep doing it. And we're going to have life experiences to come that yes. haven't even happened to yep. us yet. Yeah. Uh, there's still, it's still, still going. We'll still have, yeah. we'll still be able to, uh, to, um, oh boy. To add to this series, so it's really excited. Um, before we start, yeah. uh, do you want to jump to the rewatches real fast? Yeah, let's cover, especially since it's been a month. Yeah, uh, the last time, <laughs> the last time we talked, uh, just to kind of put a put a landmine or landmark on where we were uh, the last time we did this. I think you had just finished TNG. 
and I was kind of in a pausing point between the TOS movies and starting TNG. Yes. Uh, I hadn't yet done it. Um, you had just finished TNG. Yep. Uh, and in the meantime, we started new stuff. Uh, I started The Next Generation three weekends ago. Uh, so I've been watching it for a few uh, a few weeks now. Um, really, really enjoying it. I'm loving uh, kind of jumping into this in the in the lead up to the Picard return. Uh, that that's definitely very heavily on my mind as I'm watching uh, the Next Generation this time around. Uh, you know, thinking about the fact that we're, we're going to see more of the central character. Yes. Um, and uh, looking for little little threads that might come back and be referenced uh, moving forward. Uh, but yeah, the early parts of TNG are, are definitely a unique animal for me. Uh, kind of tying in a little bit maybe to what we're going to be talking about. I have a I have a lot of nostalgia with the first season of The Next Generation. Uh, I watched it a lot as a kid. Um, and I, I'm very aware of its flaws. If, you, if you're following my reviews of the episodes on Twitter, a lot of them are not glowing. Uh, they're, they tend to skew more towards the, the negative side of the spectrum. Uh, but that doesn't mean I don't love watching it. Uh, there's, there's a lot of memory associated with it. And uh, even with the missteps, I, I, I really enjoy going back to it. Uh, but there are some really good ones, too. Uh, Encounter Farpoint, I think, is actually better than people might think. And um, I really, really enjoyed The Big Goodbye last night a yeah. lot. Uh, I love that episode. It's really good. And I, I feel like every time I go back to it, I like it more. Uh, I feel like as I age and uh, maybe because I'm uh, just another little side note, I'm, I'm, I'm very much into the Criterion channel right now. I'm watching a lot of classic movies and some of them are film noir. So maybe that played into why I loved uh, The Big as much as I did this time around. Uh, I'm, I'm in that headspace and I was eating it up. But uh, The Big Goodbye is really, really good. Um where no one has gone before, I think is actually pretty good. The Traveler and uh, Wesley's a super, you know, a Mozart in in the future yeah. uh, kind of thing. Uh, I actually kind of like that stuff. But uh, the other thing I'll mention real quick is one of the things I'm trying to do, uh, trying to constantly change up how I do my thing on Twitter with rewatching episodes and reviewing them, trying to add new wrinkles. I added the MVP uh, idea a ways back. And now I'm trying to add, I always post a poll asking people to grade the episode A, B, C, D, or F. Um, and in addition to that, now I'm trying to come up with a question of some sort that, that can work as a poll. Um, that pertains to the particular just, episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're all a little different. Sometimes it's like a, a, a true false statement. Uh, sometimes it's a, it's a yes or no question. Um, uh, but I, I try to come up with something to spark some discussion and get people thinking about the episodes in a different way. Uh, Rob and Jordan are in the chat. Rob's saying he can't wait for season two of oh, TNG. Yes. Oh, I hit it. Um, yeah, season two is definitely underrated in my mind and a noticeable upgrade from season one. And Jordan, who has been on our show before talking about early episodes of TNG and he season loves. one, uh, is a big fan. <laughs> uh, also in the chat. So, uh, really good to see you guys. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, but what about you, Dan? Where are you with your rewatch? Um, so yeah, like Bill said, I just finished TNG. Um, I unintentionally just kind of took a break. Uh, I feel like I needed to. Um, the longer I went, I realized that maybe I should take a step back to just kind of like reboot uh, and kind of get back into the swing of things. So I started TOS. Um, I'm only four episodes in. Um, I watched Where No Man Has Gone Before, um, the TOS episode uh, last night. 
Um, so yeah, that's where I'm kind of at. Uh, the one thing I noticed early, just from the first couple episodes, is Shatner is 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 Kirk from the first s- sentence of dialogue. He it. Mm-hmm. You know, some actors, you know, take some time to kind of develop a character and learn and kind of, you know, see where this character is going to go. This Shatner just just owns it. He knows what it is. He so that's one thing I noticed early TOS. Uh, Kirk. Yeah, it's it's Kirk from the very beginning. (laughs) I think more than any actor ever in Star Trek, uh, Shatner (laughs) nailed the role. Yes. Like he is. Unlike a lot of people, a, a lot of different actors come in. Uh, Shat, the, from the minute you see Shatner as Kirk, he he's the he's the way I think of Kirk. Yes. Like he is the yes. he's the epitome of the character. Like he is the final form of uh, of, of of Kirk, at least in the TOS series. Um, where in most other cases, like I'm watching early TNG, like I said, and Patrick Stewart is certainly good right away. You know, yeah. He's he's a man amongst boys in some ways early <laughs> in the show. Uh, he's he's just a powerful actor who's clearly experienced and knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. But he's not yet at the version of Picard. When I close my eyes and think about Picard, it's right. not Encounter at Farpoint or Code of Honor or Lonely Among Us <laughs> Picard that I think of. It's it's later on. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart's a little bit more. Um, he, he's got to niche it out a little bit before I think he finally completely nails. Uh, and Shatner is 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 the one example I can think of that is kind of hitting the nail on the head from moment one. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah, and I definitely would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Rob says uh, he is in early season two of TOS, but it's taking me ages to get through TOS. Well, Rob, uh, you got a buddy now, so I'll, I'll try. I'll do my best to try to catch up to you, and maybe we can. Uh, I can help you out, and we can work work it through together. So. Yeah, you gotta go at your pace, you know. Like yep. I've done it all kinds of different ways. I sometimes I take forever. This time I'm kind of taking forever, but in previous iterations of my rewatch <laughs> thing that I do on Twitter, I've like blown through it like it's <laughs> like it's candy. Uh, but um, yeah, there's no no wrong way to do it. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you want to move? Want to jump in? Yeah, move into our topic. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you Why don't you go first? Because it's your. This was kind of your, uh, your baby. Yeah. Uh, so. so the- I'll go into kind of what kind of this this uh, my this talking point, whatever you want to call it. This is what mm-hmm. kind of sparked this, you know, kind of topic idea. Like what I kind of want to. How could I make a podcast? series episode out of it how could i you know how could i word it so um uh i don't know i i have a special uh personal connection i'll start with the episode uh it's mm-hmm. a, it's a deep space nine episode um it's civil defense i believe <laughs> um good episode by the way yeah I, it's it's a solid episode for sure mm-hmm. um but the thing is uh i some of you know I got married last year, um, mm-hmm. and I came where I was living. Uh, I had to travel a long way, so I traveled a long way, came home, and uh, when I usually come home, uh, my dad and I will. There's always track on, so he'll find it and we'll watch it. He 
likes more of like TOS era uh, and early days uh, TNG uh, we were talking about before. But um, there was two episodes. There was a TOS. He watched that, and then he's he's gone to bed. So it was just me. I was gonna stay up for some of my friends that were coming to stay with me because they were, you know, part of the wedding party and. Uh, Civil Defense came on, and it was just me, and I got to kind of soak in, you know, what was going on, uh, what was about to happen, um, and it was cool because there was a lot going on, there was a lot of change, uh, going on in my life that was about to happen, a big moment, obviously, but it was, it was nice to have that grounded, um, connection that that helped me stay grounded with through track watching track even if it was just like a, a deep space sign episode civil defense great episode but i'm not you guys know me i'm not traditionally like a huge deep space nine guy it's it's not really the episode uh per se it's it's just watching it and feeling it back from like a busy day from work and i'm i'm at home where i grew up i'm you know, watching track, uh, and it was very comforting in this, uh, not, not tough time, but busy time and a lot going mm-hmm. on. So that's what kind of, um, kind of sparked this whole idea because I have this, this weird connection to this a solid episode. Uh, but it's not like, you know, it's not one of like one of the greats, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not something that people quote a lot, like as their favorite or their best or, you know, whatever. So I just have this connection uh, to this episode. So whenever I come home or whenever I think of the wedding, you know, I, th- I think of civil defense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, that's what kind of sparked this this kind of topic. And I kind of wanted to explore, explore uh, this concept that I had been thinking about and trying to make uh, into this. So, um, yeah. I, I love that story. I love that. Uh, it's like you said, civil defense. You know, you could I, like I, I like that episode. I think it's good, yeah. but it's kind of a standard issue, middle of the road, yes. like typical episode of Star Trek. Yes, but it kind of goes to show that you know something like that can get associated with something so big as like the night before your wedding. Yeah. You're sitting there by yourself. Your dad just went to bed. You're you're like coming to coming to grips with the fact that your life is literally about to completely change. Yes, uh, but you you still have this thing that you love that is kind of like an anchor that keeps you grounded. I guess is what I'm I'm hearing, and uh, yeah, it uh, it settled you down. Uh, yeah. in a, in a, at a point when you probably could have used yeah. like something to kind of calm the nerves and. And and like uh, center you a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's pretty common. Uh, I don't have an example in my arsenal here to talk about that goes to that, but I can tell you if I sat here long enough and and just thought back because you know I I watched a lot of Star Trek in its initial run, and it, it, it's associated very much with like growing up, my childhood, and uh, I have memories of certain episodes, like watching them, uh, you know the night they aired and you know watching with my dad and my brother or my dad and my mom uh, that I, uh, I I totally get what you're saying there are episodes that I could pull out of my memory and go I yes. remember where I was and yes. it might not even be a good episode but I remember where I was I remember what I was going through at the time and I associate these episodes with with that things that were happening in my life at the time I was watching so when you watch them you kind of like you, you know those things come back, back. back. Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. for sure um so I totally get the feeling, and I'm sure there are episodes and movies that 
everybody associated with Star Trek can can do that with. Yeah. Rob, Rob saying that uh, there is something comforting about Star Trek. Uh, he totally agrees. Uh, during turbulent or unsettling times in his life, Star Trek has always just been there. And I, I couldn't agree more with that. Totally. Agree. Uh, there is there is in Star Trek Generations. Uh, Guinan says is talking about the Nexus and is describing it as like a warm blanket that you can wrap yourself up in and it makes you feel good. And that's that to me. That's Star Trek. Star Trek. Like no matter kind of where you are in life, <laughs> what you're dealing with, uh, Star Trek is always like if if if, if it's your thing, it's going to comfort you no matter what. Uh, especially having things like you just described, like these experiences with it, that just kind of continues to build that that feeling, like that that's yet another thing that's going to just build into this uh, comfort you have these memories of, uh, with mm-hmm. with it um, and Jordan saying that he finds that in many many of the problems that he faces in life there are some episodes of Star Trek that could help him deal with clarifying the issue or oh, you know, yeah. coming up with a solution and that is 100% true too yes uh, what would Picard do is a constant yeah. uh, question in my head yeah uh, <laughs> In my job and dealing with my friends, things like that. Uh, so couldn't agree more with that. Um, so yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah, Bill. What's your uh, first talking point? Uh, I guess the first thing that came to mind when we started talking about this. Uh, you know me pretty well. Uh, I send you a, a Snapchat picture of. Myself in a load times a week, right? Two, yes. two or three times a week. Yes. Where am I when I spend about two or three times a week? At the movie theater. <laughs> I'm at the movie theater. I go to the movies a lot. Uh, and there is there's and even, life. there's even a, there's a Snapchat pose of you. <laughs> the Bill Man. Constant, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. There's a there's a there's a whole group of people that, that mimic this picture uh, all the time. Uh, I get these pictures all the time, saying, "Look, I'm you." Yeah. Um, so the, the movie theater and going to the movies is a huge part of my life, and it's been a huge part of my life for a long time. Uh, and I credit all kinds of things for that. Um, I talk about Gladiator being a big point in my life where it kind of opened me up to, you know, movies as a whole, as, you know, filmmaking being a big thing. Uh, but the first thing I ever saw in a movie theater was Star Trek VI. I was four years old. Um, my dad took me. I, 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 when, I, I think when you generally would ask somebody, like, what's the first movie you ever saw in a theater? It's it's probably going to be like a Disney movie or a yeah, kids movie Toy of some Story kind, right? Lion King, yeah, or something, yeah. Lion King, yeah. Aladdin. Depending on your age, it's probably like the Disney movie of that year, right? Yeah. Uh, of the year that you're probably around that three, four, five yes. years old. Um, yeah, for me, it's Star Trek VI, um, which is really not a kids movie. No, uh, it's, it's it's you know it's it's certainly not. It's not an R-rated you know anything. Yeah, it's PG. It's 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 pretty innocent, but. Uh, it, it's got some big themes in it. It's 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 pretty adult and yeah, what it's trying to do. Scary stuff in it, and there are memories of myself. Uh, you know, it's it's a very sensory memory. I remember like the smell of popcorn, like just coming into my veins, and just like it it, it locked me in. I, I was going to go to the movies for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, uh, I was sitting on my dad's lap during the. The, the assassination scene with the floating bubbles of blood and mm. purple blood and the zero G and the, the really ominous, like uh, dark music, the music I remember really affecting me as a kid because the score in star Trek six is so yes. kind of grim and brooding. Uh, I know this is Jordan's favorite 
Star Trek movie. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. Uh, but uh, the music made a big impact on me. It's just the overall vibe of the movie. I just remember really affecting me as a four-year-old kid. But just being completely entranced by it because by the time I was four years old, I was already into Star Trek. I, I was watching the original series with my dad all the time. Uh, we had VHS tapes. It was on TV a lot. It, it was just a constant in my life by the time I was four. So I was invested in the characters. I knew it was new. I was aware of what it was. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I, I think I was aware that it was probably the last one. It was them going away. Uh, so... It, it's it's a it's a huge memory uh, for me. I remember going. I remember leaving. I remember the entire experience, uh, and I, I remember what I felt. I remember what I smelled. I remember uh, the feeling of watching the signatures uh, go on the screen at the very mm-hmm. end of the movie. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's something that I'll remember for, for the rest of my life, and I, I think it put me on a course to. Uh, have the movie theater kind of be this like stress relief, uh, relaxing thing that I need to do um, every so often to kind of recenter myself and get, you know, get what I need. Yeah. Recalibrate a little bit. That's, that's half the reason I go. And I think uh, it traces off being four years old and seeing Star Trek four, Star Trek six and in the, in the theater. Um, yeah. What a movie to start off, you know, being baptized into like the not just the movie going experience, but the Star Trek and just Yeah. Yeah, that's a I love that story. That's awesome. For sure. And I think I think like I said, I, I don't want to emphasize the music too much, but I really do feel like when I think about that movie and I think about sitting in the theater, yeah. I feel like if it was a different movie and, and I, I I don't want to say it would have been differently, but the music in that movie really really affect me as a kid there was just something about it that like it like it, it unsettled me to the point where i was like clutching to my dad and like it made me feel more into it i guess i, I don't know it, it drew me in it kept me tense and 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 four-year-old me uh was really shook up by it but in a in a i can't take my eyes off and i love these characters i love the show yeah i know who these people are i can't believe i'm watching them like this kind of experience yeah uh but yeah, the, the the strongest memory for sure of it is sitting on my dad's lap during the assassination. That I was I was definitely afraid. Yeah. I was I was I was I was probably looking to get me out of here. But uh, yeah, thankfully he didn't yeah. take me out. I got through it. I think that if it would have been any other movie, it might have been not as impactful. Like let's let's maybe if you do to Star Trek mm-hmm. Five, like it it might have mm-hmm. not been. Uh, as impactful so um yeah maybe no, not that's I, a great story it's a story I, this is a story i can't really tell i'll just go off on a quick little aside because I, I don't really remember it i've seen i've seen like home movies of myself doing this uh-huh. but uh i was probably it was christmas of 1989 so i would have been two uh and uh they're they're taping me opening my presents and the first present i open is a vhs of star trek five and oh. <laughs> I was, I was my mom had to like open the rest of my presents because all I wanted to do was watch Star Trek Five. I, I completely had lost interest in everything else that was wrapped, all the toys and stuff. And the only thing I cared about was this VHS VHS tape of Star Trek Five. So I maybe it would have had the same impact, maybe not. I don't know, but I, I do have kind of a weird memory of Star Trek Five too at an even earlier age, but. Uh, the memory of being in the movie theater for Star Trek Six is definitely one yeah. of the like foundational memories of my childhood yeah. that kind of shaped who I am 
to this day. Yeah. Uh, Jordan says, um, best possible movie for a kid to watch Star Trek Six. Eh, there's there's some big things in there. There's some assassination. <laughs> there there's some mm-hmm. some blood and gore a little bit. There's yeah, dark yeah. stuff. Yeah, there is. Uh, Rob's first uh, Star Trek film in the cinema was Insurrection. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, Rob. Same with me. The end of mm-hmm. Undiscovered Country. And how many how many times I've seen it. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh it definitely ha- has a the right chord at the very end of the movie. Uh, yeah, I've, I've talked about it. I just talked about it a few weeks ago when I watched it again. That I think it's kind of perfect that Star Trek Six is the end of TOS, and it's all about. Uh, you know the peace process and and overcoming prejudice and stuff that the, the original series was kind of about all along and driving home this you know same kind of idea but uh, really moving it forward and my favorite thing about Star Trek Six to this day I'm, I'm obviously not really related to being four years old because I don't think I was capable at four years old of appreciating this but <laughs> certainly the older I get the more I the fact that Star Trek Six embraces the fact that the characters are older and it makes it a part of the plot. It's, it's about how to really get there, to really arrive and to overcome prejudice, the older generation has to overcome their prejudice. Yes. Like yep. the, the people who have these baked in experiences that make them skeptical of other people, uh, of, of the enemy and dealing with their whole lives. Kirk has to overcome his prejudice. It's not about the next generation. It's about the current generation that's in a position to do things and yep. is in positions of power. They're the ones who have to overcome to uh, allow for truly moving on and being open-minded to, you know, moving beyond that adversarial relationship that Federation and Klingon, the Americans and the Russians at the time uh, were trying to deal with. Uh, I love that it does that, but... Again, when I was four, I more appreciated <laughs> the, the, the more superficial, <laughs> cool elements of the movie, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yes. Yep. Rob's kind of sharing his before we go into uh, our, our, our other um, experiences. Uh, Rob's talking about uh, being on Trek, Pro- Trek Profiles, which is a great show and a great episode of that show. Uh, he talked about uh, DS Science Hard Time. is an important episode for him. He re- rewatched it at a time in his life where he was feeling very low and to the point he was depressed and feeling suicidal. Seeing O'Brien come through such a hard time helped him get through his own difficult situation. That's that's what it's all about. Yep. Um, bigger than track. Bigger than track. Yep. That's, that's something that you can point back to your whole life, and it's it's, it's something you're going to associate, you know, with a, with a big pivot point in your life for forever. And that's that's about as big as it gets. Uh, seeing Chief O'Brien's fan, fr- uh, family and friends rally around him, and they care about him, and it helped him reach out for help. And that's that's freaking awesome, Rob. And yeah, your episode of Trek Profiles, you, you covered all that really, really well, and and more. And everybody should definitely check that. Uh, go, go listen to that as soon as we're done. Yes. <laughs> <If you haven't. laughs> yes. So, great stuff. Yep. What else do you want to share? What else? All right. Do you have um, memories that you want to? Yeah, I, I have um, a few more. Uh, I'll talk about um, uh, Star Trek and visual, visual effects. Um, when I was, you know, in. High school, out of high school, um, that's kind of the, deemed the time of life when you're supposed to figure out what you want to do with your life, which, I don't know. It seems a little bit flawed because your brain's not even 
done developing. Hey, figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. So um, I was in, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but um, I've talked about this before, um, maybe a, uh, in a previous episode, but um, what inspired me to kind of study what I wanted to study in college and, and the path that I wanted to take was the visual effects um, in uh, not just um, Voyager, obviously, but you know all the uh, all the series. Um, uh, so I kind of went two different strategies with this when trying to figure this out. I, you know, I, I really wanted to build starships, and you know, math wasn't really math, and uh, you know, physics and all that weren't really in the cards for me. So I I decided to uh, go down uh, a different path where I could you know create them on the computer and do you know graphic design. Um, and the second is that. I feel like there's a lot of pressures to, uh, you know, find a good job that's going to pay well, that's, you know, that's really um, in demand. And uh, it's tough because I wanted, to, I went in the mindset that's, okay, maybe I'm, I'm in the 24th century where that, all that doesn't matter. You can, you can, you can do whatever you want, um, do what you love uh, mm-hmm. and explore what you love. Uh, so that's what I kind of went how my attitude was going into it. So, um, if you're going through that, that's what I would recommend. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, it's, it's sunshine and rainbows out there, but, um, I feel like for me, it was easier to be successful at something that I loved to do. Um, and then, and the, and the path that I went down in school, um, allowed me to go, different explore different you know facets of graphic design um the visual effects stuff film all that stuff so it's not when people see that on my resume it's not just that it's 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 a whole wide variety uh of it uh so that's kind of what my next talking point is is um how star trek inspired me to the path uh that i am today Uh, and to me that's bigger than track so that's my talking point. I love that that goes beyond like a particular episode or a movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bigger. Kind of the, yeah. the entire philosophy of what it means to live in the 24th century and the, the ability to kind of move behind, move beyond an economic system that kind of pushes you in a you know given direction. You have the ability to make decisions without that in mind. You can do what you really want to do, yeah. uh, and and do what's going to make you the best person you can be. Uh, regardless of you know societal pressures and will it pay enough and is yeah. it going to allow you to support a family and do what you need to do in life like I, I love that you were able to take that philosophy and 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 have it in your mind as you were going through that point in your life where you had to make decisions uh, it found you to uh, a career and a and a and a, and a, and a in a path that kind of allows you to do it because I know you pretty well. You, know, you, you are doing what you love to do. You, yeah. You're working at a thing that you you would be doing if you weren't working at it. Like you're, yes, it's something that you if it wasn't your job, it would be a hobby. Yes, to, to be kind of dabbling in the things that you're that you enjoy doing. Yep, um, which is something that we should all I think aspire to be able to do. I think if if you can do a job that you actually like and it's something that you you know aren't you know having to force yourself to do yeah. you're gonna you're gonna live a happier life yes and that's that's admirable for, yes. for sure and i love the start Trek played a part in allowing you um, yeah. 
Jordan says he feels as, as he gets older and looks back on episodes, different things reach out to him. Episodes touching on Picard's sacrifice and his social life in some ways to advance his career sticks out to him uh, since he's navigating that portion of his life socially and career-wise as well. Uh, Rob's saying that's interesting. Uh, hoping he manages to find that balance and hopefully come to the poker table at the end like Picard does. That is, that's yes. great. <laughs> well said. Yes. Um, Love that little exchange there. <laughs> definitely really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bill, do you have any any more? Yeah. The second one I'll share is is kind of like yours. It's it really doesn't have to do with the episodes per se, uh, but I've I've talked about this before. Uh, I kind of just did Star Trek, kind of being there my whole life. Uh, Star Next Generation premiered in '87. I was born in '87. Uh, I. Um, my entire like school life, elementary school, middle school, co- uh, high school, Star Trek was an every week thing for the vast majority of that time. Enterprise was on during my four years of high school. Um, so I distinctly remember uh, Enterprise going away, getting, you know, finding out that it was being canceled and that it was going to, that it was going to be over. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I remember the last night that Enterprise, was on television uh, was May 14th, uh, 2005. Uh, they, they showed two episodes. It was Terra Prime and These Are the Voyages, which is one great one and real, one really not great. Oh, one. man. <laughs> but that's beside the point. What's, what's more memorable to me is that was like as close to a, a pivot point in my life as there ever has been. Uh, my senior prom was that week. Uh, I was graduating high school within a couple of weeks of that night, uh, three weeks of that night, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just gotten promoted at the movie theater. I was changing locations. I was going into the job that was going to pretty much be my life seven years. Uh, as I left high school going into college, I went from being a like a box office concessionist kind of person at, at, at one movie theater to a manager at another. Um, so I was in all this transition. I was going to college. I was leaving high school. Um changing jobs and this thing that has been a constant in my life every week for as far back as I can remember was going away um, and I, I remember that being sort of the first shoe to drop in that transition uh, and, and making me kind of go into the next three weeks and that summer and that first year of being in a different job in college kind of with my eyes open to the fact that life's changing for the first time really ever uh, different group of people a little different situation to make the same kinds of decisions that you were just talking about. Where do I go in right. life? What do I want to do? What do I want my life to look like? Um, and uh, I had to do it with without this thing that was kind of guiding me the whole time. But at the same time, it I, I feel like it almost I don't want to say it was a good thing that it stopped, but it stopped kind of put like a final bow on it to some extent and because it was final and it was done it forced me to kind of keep going back to it and revisiting it and watching it over again because it wasn't newly coming on all the time so that's kind of where the I'd be lying if I said it started the rewatch the obsession because it didn't I was rewatching stuff going back further than that for sure I had VHS tapes that I was constantly rewatching but I, I do pattern of doing because it was over and it was the set group of shows and episodes that wasn't changing anymore. It was done. It was beginning, middle and an end. Uh, it, it, 
allowed me to kind of go back to it in a more cohesive whole way. Mm-hmm. I would start at the beginning and work my way through it as a, as a whole kind of saga. Um, and uh, it continued to help guide me into college and in, uh, but in a in a slightly different way because it wasn't still evolving in new episodes every week. It was this old thing that was allowing me to tap into memories and nostalgia and things that I associate watching these episodes for the first time, but also finding new uh, meanings in them and new new things that were guiding me because I was at a new point in my life and you know trying to be a manager for the first time as a young person, nineteen twenty, like having responsibilities to supervise people, point people in the right direction and give advice and make sure people were doing the right thing. You know, having people like Picard and Cisco and Janeway and Kirk Archer in my, in my brain as I was doing those things was was a big deal. And, um, I think, I think it ending when it did, uh, maybe put a stamp on how big of a factor it was in those sort of years. Um, that, you know, was pretty lasting. So it's kind of vague and it's kind of big, big picture kind of thing. But yeah. uh, it, it definitely kind of was the, the, the first thing that telegraphed this this change. fork in the road yeah. that I was going to be dealing with and uh, all the all the new stuff. You know, it, it it kind of prepared me for it in, in a weird way. Yeah. No, it's a great story. Um, yeah, it's I can I can definitely attest to uh, not in change like I feel like we do need these things like Star Trek and like our family and friends like Rob said mm-hmm. uh, to kind of help us uh, kind of get through not tough times but big moments uh, right in our lives and I think that uh, that is cool that Star Trek kind of plays a part in, in all that so yeah I couldn't agree more yeah 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 and some more stuff in here. And Rob's talking about uh, Twitter user RV Kirk Rachel. Uh, recently, I guess shared a photo of her at a convention with Roxanne Dawson, whose character, along with Janeway, uh, Roxanne Dawson, obviously played uh, Blonde Torres in Voyager, inspired her to enter the scientific profession. And, you know, there's tons of stories like that in in the Star Trek fandom. You know, get to know people. On Twitter, on Facebook, people who love Star Trek that are positive people, and they'll probably share with you similar stories. Uh, you know, they got into a certain career like you did, and for you know a variety of reasons, but Star Trek usually being a factor. Um, uh, Rob also says that the S9's Dominion War stands out to him. And- thing for him and his dad to watch avidly together, and he remembers how excited they were sitting down to watch each episode. Love as that. The war- that you guys can connect yeah. uh, over something like Star Trek. That's awesome, Rob. And yeah, he says that his relationship with his dad is unfortunately kind of broken down since then, but it's a memory that he can hold on to as a as a positive thing that he can you know go back to and remember when it wasn't that way. Um, that's what it's all about. It really is. It's yep. when you, when you when you have it in your life for you know that that long of a period of time it's it's and you watch it like people who are sitting here talking about star trek on youtube or coming to a youtube stream to watch people talk about star trek probably do uh it's 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 gonna it's gonna in your life pinpoint it in the way that we're kind of talking about it uh so uh definitely love hearing stories like that yeah yeah um let's see what are we at 
Uh, I got two more. Cool. Yeah, please. Uh, do you want me to just rapid fire, like, quickly? Or do you have more yeah, that you want to talk about? I have a couple, like, rapid fire ones that I don't have a whole lot of detail to go into. But okay. uh, I, I could certainly, you know, do a couple more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll do my uh, just two quick ones. Um, I think it, it worked out perfectly uh, because uh, with Bills, uh, he... he with his, you know, you know, turning point fork in the road story, um, I come from a really small town. Uh, so when it came time to move away and go to college and, and all this big changing, um, Star Trek gave me the strength and the courage to kind of step out of my comfort zone. I really don't like change, and I don't like change of scenery. Mm-hmm. And this, like going to college and moving a state away, it's uh, it was a big move for me. Um, and I don't think I could have got through it without the courage and and. Uh, the strength that Star Trek gave me to kind of make that big decision. So um, I'm really thankful for Star Trek in that regard. Um, fourthly, uh, and uh, lastly, maybe I should end with this. I don't want to like tear up or anything, but um, <laughs> this platform that we've created together, uh, mm-hmm. this Trek Live. Star Trek brought us all together, brought Jordan, brought Rob, and brought all of us together um, to have like such a great community where we can come and, and talk about Star Trek and whatever we want. Um, to me, it's bigger than Trek because I consider all of you guys friends and uh, I don't know. Well, I'll, awesome. I'll put you back off that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put you back off that and, and just kind of talk I, I can't pinpoint it to a specific event or a, a, a movie or a, an episode or anything kind of like you didn't yeah within the last handful of years you know uh by being on twitter um you know twitter has its ups and downs for sure we, we see that all the time they're they're good days um when it comes to social media and connecting with people and some it's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows as you said but uh the positives certainly outweigh the negatives the number of people that i've gotten to meet uh through this thing star trek uh has has re-energized my love for it in a way that i didn't even realize i needed i've I've said that before too uh you know getting to meet people like you dan uh you know getting to do something like this which i never thought in my life i would ever uh you know be on camera talk just wasn't something that occurred to me until i talked to you about it uh so i i I appreciate you for kind of forcing me out of my comfort zone to do something different uh so you know you're a huge part of that um people like jordan who's here people like rob who's here people like adam who's not people uh, you know there's there's i've had good conversations with and gotten to know uh, that I wouldn't if it wasn't for Star Trek. If there wasn't this thing that a lot of people loved and there wasn't a, a, a mechanism to connect those people um, that live all over the world. People like Rob who live in a different, on a different continent uh, yes. across an ocean. And you might as well, Dan, you're on the other side yeah. of the continent. You're here probably, uh, you're, you're, you're far away too. Uh, you know, I've gotten to meet Jordan. I've actually gotten to drink a beer with Jordan uh, in, in a different state. Uh, you know, I go on vacation in the area that right around the same part of the country that Jordan, uh, so there are people I've met in my real life that uh, I wouldn't have met otherwise so it's 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 been really good on that level um, and you know as technology's gotten better and social media and things like that it's it's increased the ability to do that so that's probably the the best thing that it's ever done um, Star Trek is that it's connected me with 
with other people for a big chunk of all that time i was talking about star trek being this thing in my life uh going back to when i was a really young kid it was it was a thing that was just kind of me i kept it to myself a lot of the time i didn't share it with people um it was this thing that i had in my house that it was like the safe thing that i protected and i didn't i I didn't i didn't share it with people like at school like there are friends who who knew me really well that didn't know how important star trek was to me uh, which i kind of regret same Uh, but I, I, I very much kept it bottled in. Um, so, you know, getting the opportunity over time to not have it just be this thing that I share. But now I have this big group of people that I can that I can talk about it with and I can do things like this with uh, is is awesome. And that's that's great. Yeah. One of the best things about Star Trek is being able to share your fandom and like mm-hmm. be a part of this community. So yeah yep yeah it's great it's yep. yeah that's the end game i mean like yeah. the, the the love of the <laughs> of the the mechanics of the show and what the show does all the things that it gives us yeah is, is all really important and really key but i don't think we'd be coming back to it if it didn't uh offer all these other really good things yeah as well um you know i think like i said it it i think it re-energized my love for it in a way i didn't think i even needed like i love it more now did because meeting people like you in this way and sitting yeah. down at a bar in Orlando at Disney World with somebody like Jordan and getting to talk about Star mm-hmm. Trek Six and stuff like that. I, I just I don't uh I, I, I'm sure I would still love Star Trek and it would still be a big deal, but uh Jordan puts it pretty well. <laughs> uh, who would you have to talk Star Trek with? No one really. My, my you know, Pete, maybe my I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, talk to Pete about. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't have much to say. Yeah. But he would listen to you for sure. Uh, Sometimes, but it's it, it certainly. Thing, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it, 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 the expanding that sphere of uh, influence uh, is 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 the best thing it can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to end on that or do you want to rapid fire a few a few more uh i think i want to end on that there are a couple other ones that i could talk about like that i think that's the way to end it uh because that's kind of the big picture and you know we'll be well i'm sure like we said there are going to be things that come up in our lives that yeah yeah, down the road i'm sure we'll double and talk about other things maybe things that didn't even happen in our lives which is the cool thing about this topic it's something that's ever evolving and we're both i like to think of myself as pretty young you're definitely very young uh so we have a lot of life experience to go and uh yeah star trek's gonna factor into a lot of them either directly or indirectly and we'll be here to talk about it yep exactly um bill you had a research project uh that you kind of wanted to talk about uh yeah if you want to if you want to kind of transition to kind of ending the ending the show a little bit I'm sure the the guys who are here, maybe not Jordan, I don't know. Uh, you're very very busy right now uh, with uh, being out of out of state and dealing with you know beginning medical school and all that stuff. But um, if you're not aware, this is good. You're here to hear about it. But uh, Alex Kurtzman gave a big interview uh, within the last couple of days um, and uh, kind of gave an update on all kinds of Star Trek stuff. So we wanted to kind of touch base on some of those things. Uh, Stayed been away for a month, so <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of felt like that. It was yeah. touching on all these different points in production. Uh, 
uh, in, on my little bullet point thing here, he's talking about Picard being well into production and moving along uh, on a clip. Um, Discovery, he said, starts shooting within, I think, it, this month or next month, like within the next couple of months he talked about. So this Discovery season three, he said it's it's further along, along it, uh, in the timeline than season two was, like moving quicker on yeah. season three than they were for season two. Um, hopefully less behind-the-scenes drama this time yeah. for once. Uh, no showrunner changes, no <laughs> no big uh, no big changes in, in on the production staff. Uh, it's a smooth production for, for a change. Yes. <laughs> uh, he talked about uh, six new short tracks, including two animated, kid-centric uh, short tracks directed by, by Alatunde Austin Sami, who's their big you know head director. And Michael Giacchino, who was the composer for the Kelvin Timeline Star Trek oh, movies, nice. which is really interesting and really strange. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a composer directing an animated short, uh, which is kind of neat. Um, and then four additional short tracks that I guess would come down the road as we get closer to season three, I'm assuming. Um, but no real word on what they are or what kind of stories they would tell. Um, talked about the Nickelodeon show, which we haven't really talked about. It's a it's an animated series about a, I guess a group of teenagers who find an abandoned Star Trek, a Starfleet ship, and uh, take it off to go have adventures. Uh, very vague, not a whole lot of detail yet, but it'll be on Nickelodeon. It's definitely geared more toward uh, younger kids, yeah, younger age. It's a uh, big market. I to, think Stardom Young is yeah. is the right strategy. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it's an opportunity. You know, not everything. You know, uh, you know. Certainly, I, I fell in love with Star kid centric stuff, and I, I I fell in love with it through the original series and Next Generation. But that's you know, there's no wrong way to do it. I feel like you can catch people and get people interested in it at a very young age that they might stumble onto it on Nickelodeon. There's there's only upsides of that. Um, so hopefully, it's good. I'm certainly gonna at least keep an eye on it. I can't. I don't know if I'll watch every episode or anything like that, depending on what it is and. Kind of show. certainly interested in seeing what they do with uh, yeah. lower decks. Uh, he, he kind of mentioned that kind of moving along. Um, he, he talked about how uh, I guess what we're going to see in that is the traditional like big A plots that you would see in things like the Next Generation or Voyager. These big galactic issues that they're dealing with are always going to be like in the background. It's going to be kind of like flipping the A plots. Lower decks is up. Um, lower level crewmen on a, on a Starfleet ship, a big important Starfleet ship, uh, who don't have important jobs. Uh, just kind of the grunts on the ship and dealing with the day-to-day grind of doing the hard work of being a Starfleet officer while these big things are happening in the background. Um, I get like an off, maybe like an office vibe whenever I try to picture that. It's like this, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> this kind of yeah. run-of-the-mill office with, mm-hmm. in this big paper company. I think that, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would be. And I think that's, I, I get the impression that that's kind of the idea. Uh, very run in the mill, very day in the life. Yeah, uh, which we've talked about on the show. I love when Star Trek is in. Yes, and 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 kind of casualizes uh, living on the living board. Of, uh, yeah, aboard a starship. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of hoping that there's an opportunity there to have some fun and do some good stuff. You talked about Section Thirty One show, which we haven't heard a whole lot about. We just kind of been quiet. Very quiet. They're kind of developing it i guess uh but he said it's aiming to go into production immediately after season three of discovery so oh. uh they're they're, they're i guess hit the getting ready running. to go on that yeah yeah hit the ground running um 
And they, he acknowledged that they're thinking about ways to do something with Pike, Spock, and number one on the Enterprise, which could be anything. I, you know, I suspect my guess would be if they do something, it won't be a series. That's my just gut guess. Short track, maybe, maybe or a mini series, a or mini series, yeah. or, a, or a movie like a TV movie kind of thing, yeah. like a like a Netflix movie kind of deal, but yeah. on CBS All Access, that kind of idea. Yeah. Uh, I'd totally be surprised if they were able to convince everybody to do a full a full on show, or if they want to even do that. Uh, if the, the the show wants to do that, if you know, CBS wants to do it, but uh, it does sound like they're trying to come up with something to use those characters and do something there. Yeah, because it says with thirty thousand people signing that doc. Whew. Yeah, that's a lot of did signatures. That's, did that something? Did that have something to do with it? Maybe. I'm sure they they took notice to the fact like, that oh, <laughs> I'm sure they've known all along since season two began uh, how much people responded to the Pike character and yeah. uh, by the end of the season I think people really liked uh, Ethan Pack and Rebecca Remain I think just the the whole vibe of that was was working on a whole lot of people and aware of the positive re- um, and yeah the. The signature of that side is, I mean, a, uh, a petition of that side kind of hard to avoid, you know. I mean, that's mm-hmm. very much there. Um, yeah, uh, Jordan's saying that he's going to get one cover the human cost of when the board ripped out that section of the saucer section of the Enterprise D. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. When some sort of like major disaster happens and you know, they're in the middle of a crisis and you're dealing with the senior officers who have to kind of keep their eye on the ball and keep moving through the crisis and then the episode ends. I, I think it'd be cool to have like the, the grunt guys deal with cleaning up the mess after that and dealing with the human you know response to yeah. something disastrous like that happening the aftermath uh, that's, of, that's, of something big like that yeah it would be fun to explore. yeah yeah it's a different it's a different take on um that I, I think there's an opportunity there yeah yeah jordan's got to run he says he's got to head out thanks for choosing this topic it was awesome to talk to everybody um yeah great to see you jordan yeah good um, to see you jordan appreciate you stopping out and uh um Rob's talking about hopefully we can meet up and watch party. We will talk about that very soon. Uh, I'm, I'm, I want to close the show with that, but I want to, before we get into all that and talk about some of the other stuff that we do here on Trek Live and some of the newer fun options that we have, um, what what do you take away from the Kurtzman interview? Like, are there things, are there story things that you're more interested than others? What, what, what uh. to you? I think just him doing this in general, I feel like there was a bunch of rumors around, you know, is what's canceled, what's going on. And they, they, they got a lot going on. And I think that he kind of has to address that because they, you know, they have a lot going on. They got to, you know, mm-hmm. touch on a lot of stuff. Um, what I take away is I think he's the perfect man for the job, uh, for this Rick Berman. Uh, he, um, I, I think he's doing a great job of, of kind of steering um, Star Trek in the right direction, uh, not just, you know, multiple different, uh, well, he has multiple different shows, but they're they're going in, in kind of all kind of different directions, uh, which I think that's, that's kind of cool to see um, uh, happen as, as the Star Trek universe gets filled up with different shows and different and have us explore different um 
things in the in the Star Trek universe. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's fine. Uh, obviously, I want more, but uh, I think he's kind yeah. of. Um, it's reassuring to see uh, someone like that and not, you know, see something, some, something, see a scandal in the news. You see um, the showrunner. I mean, I guess like the head honcho, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. kind of showing the roadmap. So, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I, I it's a controversial thing to say in some circles that. Uh, you like Alex Kurtzman, but I like Alex Kurtzman. I, I trust him. I think he's, I, I love the fact that they're developing all these things. But what's encouraging to me is that unlike what they were doing in the nineties, and I love those shows. And believe yes. me, that's why we're here. Um, it seems like they're really trying to do something different in, in sometimes just it, rebranding a show. Space Nine Voyager is playing the same ingredient uh, right. and, and changing it up a little bit, but kind of delivering on a on a on a formula level that people can predict uh, what, what's coming. Um, he seems to be trying to veer away from that, um, probably on on good. <laughs> it's probably a good idea to do that. I, I think some of the burnout that happened with you know ratings coming down on Star Trek in the '90s came from that. It yes. became predictable. And if, if you weren't completely baked into uh, loving it and, and, and living and dying with it, it was old news by a certain point. Uh, and I think doing it this way where each show is a completely different thing and resisting the, the, the temptation to kind of rebrand and just do the same thing over and over again. Um, uh, we'll keep it fresh and yes. hopefully keep people engaged and excited for new stuff because you never quite know what's coming. Uh, doing things like lower decks and doing things like the card show, which is going to be different than discovery. Yeah. Section 31. I think, I think it keeps it interesting and it, it challenges them to, to be different and not fall into the traps that you, you when you hear Brandon Brown, I got, you know, uh, Joe Minoski or whoever talking, writing Star Trek in the nineties and the early two thousands, the constant battle to like not fall into the, the rhythm of this is what we do on Star Trek, like trying to find ways to do it new uh, while still kind of fitting into the formula was a challenge for them and it burned them out. And um, it was a constant battle that they had to fight and doing it this way keeps people from falling into those habits. I hope, I think. Um, So I'm I'm excited about the direction uh, that, that this is the way they're going. And I trust, I have no reason not to trust him at this point because I've liked what he's done so far. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess we'll start wrapping it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Perfect timing. Um, uh, we should be back next week. Um, mm-hmm. Don't have a topic really lined up. Uh, I'll give you a little insight. Bill and I do want to do something with TNG. Um, yeah. I just finished. He's just starting. Uh, it would be kind of fun to see some uh, TNG content for sure. So look forward to that. Um, yeah, I just, I, I'm excited to be back. Um, Me too. I think this was a great first topic to be back. Um, I'm super energized, super excited uh, to jump into my rewatch uh, and 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 then to Trek Live content. So. Yep. Yep. Kind of real quick, to, the last thing I want to say, uh, kind of alluding to what Rob's talking about in the chat here, uh, having an online meetup, hang out, watch party, talk track, trivia games. We do that. Uh, we've done it a couple of times. <laughs> so we, we call it Trek After Dark. Uh, we didn't, we, they were both kind of impromptu. 
second yes. one we kind of announced like the day before and uh, tried to try to put something together. Uh, Thad came both times. We kind of just hung out. We watched episodes. Trivia. Dan, not me, of course. Uh, maybe consumed an alcoholic beverage or two. I don't know. Hmm. Not me, though. Yeah. Um, just have but, to come uh, find out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just have to come see what kind, yeah. of, what kind of hangout Shenanans it is. Shenanigans we but, uh, have, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we do want to continue to do that. We had a great time both times. We did some trivia the second time. Um, uh, but th- that's that's kind of... We had a great time, and we do want to try to get into a rhythm of maybe... Doing that. Be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And and doing a better job of picking it early. <laughs> yes. And pushing it and allowing people to plan around it uh, so that people like you, Rob, or, or Jordan, who's not here anymore, but would, would, would be down uh, to, to hang out like that, uh, have an opportunity to like put it on their calendar and kind of have it in their mind to try to plan around it. Uh, so look for that. We're hoping to talk about it, maybe pick a weekend here pretty soon and announce it and and try to try to get people on board for it mm-hmm. um but i can assure you we had we had a great time before it was on a much smaller scale than we hope to grow into at some point with a, a good group um but it it's it's a good time and be on the lookout on our twitter um and facebook and instagram for me you can find me on instagram as well trickfan4387 all that fun stuff uh and we'll, we'll push all that out when we have it available all right guys that's been episode 91 uh we'll be back next week like i said uh thanks for watching thanks Hey, this is Trek Live Dan again. Like I said before, the discussion does not have to stop here. Come over to our Twitter, Facebook, and our Discord channel to keep the Star Trek discussion alive. See you guys next time.